What's up, ladies and gentlemen? You have tuned in to the Flyer Sports and Entertainment Podcast in all the land. This is Stat Lines Matter. I'm Mark Stewart. This is my longtime partner and good friend, Rob Hunter Jr. What's going on, my What's boy? Up, How are you? Man, I am elated uh, to be back. Elated to be back. Yes. Yeah. So let's let's deal with the uh, the elephant in the room that I know you wonder and everybody's wondering that we if we're going to address or not. Like, where where have we been? Oh, uh, man. Well, there was a uh, thing called the coronavirus. Yes. That uh, slowed us down for a, a good little while. And I'm just I'm happy to see because I had the coronavirus. I had it, too. So, I had it early. I had it early so, when when it was more of a plague yeah, and people just yeah, dying. Yeah. You. Yeah. You had it before. You had it before. People like, oh, you got the wrong. I like the ninth yeah. person with it. Yeah. So you were scared. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was like, I'm out. Yeah. Like, for real. I'm like, about to die. Yeah. So. So, you know, just between that and I know that, um, you know, we had some loved ones that were susceptible. So yeah. We really be more cognizant of of that part, even though we made it through. We wanted to. And then. With the advent of the the um, the COVID shot, yeah, wanted to make sure it made it more comfortable, just, and we could just be safe and, and try to get back and 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 you had some cool things happen with your building with, where we were shooting, right? Uh, ended up not being available anymore, so we had to do this. Yeah, it was all positive and not like it got foreclosed or anything. It was like we <laughs> we just got a great tenant and uh, kind of we had to move out. So anyway, long story short, lots of things going on in the world that affected us doing this, but we're back. But we're we, back and uh, better than ever. I was thinking, no, we should have probably just created a bubble like the NBA and did our show inside the bubble. And just lived in there? Yeah, just been in there like, hey, just leave you on the bubble. Can my wife come with me? Yeah, it's a bubble, right? So you get to pick who get to come. But then after- That'd actually be cool because then like, I could leave my kids outside the bubble. I, I'm leaving Levi way out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, that's cool. And also, I can tell you guys for sure, we are uh, we here to stay. We're not going anywhere. We're going to do this. Well, we signed a 30-year contract with our sponsor, Old English. So, shout you out know, to OE. Shout out. No, I'm just kidding. So we're back on OE, y'all. Back <laughs> like the early 90s. No, OE is not our sponsor. Unless y'all going to do it. <laughs> unless y'all really going to do it. Yeah. I haven't drank malt liquor in 20-something years, but I, hey, I could turn it up. I've literally never had malt liquor. In your life? Never. You ain't never had Cisco? Never. You ain't never had no Sainite? Never. Not one sip. See, I was so happy. I've always, I've always been a little sophisticated. See, I, I, well, okay. When I'm, when you start drinking when you're 13, 14, you don't even care what it is. So I See, was, I didn't start drinking when I was 13, 14. Why not? Like, I, the first time I had, well, first of all, I grew up around a lot of white guys, so I drank beer for the first time. I drank beer. That's what I'm saying. Okay. And they drank but not, beer. But not malt liquor. It was old style. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I uh, uh, I was uh, very impressionable. So when like NWA was talking about eight ball and they yeah. were talking about Saint Eyes and all that, I I wanted to be like them. You so, was there for it. Yeah. So the forties and all of that, like I, I you know I used to drink a whole forty before I went in the club, like in, in <laughs> like in like three real minutes. So you went in there stumbling. Eventually, yeah, because gotta God. hit the blood. But I, I did go in there having to use the bathroom though. <laughs> wow. Well, nah, man, that's uh, well, I'm excited, first of all, to be back here with you. Um, we talk sports all the time, so we're very much still in our vibe and, and how we do what we do, but we haven't been sharing it. But we have a lot of things in store uh, for you guys that have hung in here with us and people who've been calling, asking, where are you guys at? 
when are you coming back and all of that. We're back and we're rolling and we're doing our thing. I wanted to um, quickly before we get into our like our sports stuff. Um, do you hear about this Kanye Drake free? Is it a? It's free Larry Hoover. Yes, but not it's a free. A free concert. It's not a free concert because the tickets are hella expensive, but it's free Larry Hoover. So what what do you know about this? Because I'm I I'm in the business, but I know there's a concert, but I don't know how it ties to Larry Hoover. You're, you're not only in the business, but you've worked with both of these guys. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, facts. So you're, facts. So you're not. Like, yeah. you're like, I was thinking about that, but I was I like, but that's a little misleading. I ain't really like kicked it with them, but yes, our paths have crossed. Um. December 9th is going down uh, out in L.A. Yeah, at the Forum or at the Coliseum. I've seen it written both ways. I, I, don't, I guess we need to get some tickets and find out. <laughs> I'm going to pass. <laughs> I'm going to pass. Some, some tickets? Yeah. Like, we need to go on Ticketmaster like normal civilians yeah. and purchase <laughs> some tickets. Well, I guess all the tickets are sold out, and then now there's a secondary market where tickets are going for like seven, eight grand. Is Ticketmaster a secondary market? No. Okay, so I went on Ticketmaster this morning. Yeah. And I could get two for thirteen fifty a piece. On, so maybe Ticket maybe Ticketmaster is in secondary now. I don't know, but it was twenty seven hundred dollars for two tickets, Jeez. second row. Second row. So when I so so cause cause when I saw they were going for seventy five hundred bucks a piece, I said, Well let me let me find out. So I went on Ticketmaster to see if there were any tickets available. Yeah. There are. They got some way up in the nose. The cheapest seat like is like two hundred bucks. Two hundred bucks. Yeah. And then they have, uh, you know, I, I went to the most expensive seat they had available, which was a second row seat uh, for about 13, 1400 bucks for one. So they sell them in pairs. So. Right, of course. So, yeah. So, yeah, man, I mean, they, they out here trying to. And, and, you know, what's interesting about this, this thing is Jay Prince is the mastermind behind you right. know, brokering. He was the one kind of standing with these guys. Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, I got to thinking about Jay Prince and, and, and him weaving, he, he, you know, he, he stopped the violence between him and Pusha T, Drake and Pusha T. Yep, caught and into I, it. And I'm just thinking to myself, I wonder, like, is he, I don't want to say responsible, but would Biggie and Tupac be alive if he represented one of them? Because he represented Drake, right? Yeah. So that's his guy. So he's able to navigate, like, he yeah. found a way to, to make money, kind of like a mob boss where there's more money to be made in peace. Than there is 100%. He gets that. He's a smart dude, first and foremost. Uh, shout out to him. Um, and he has longevity in this industry in an area where longevity is difficult, yeah. Uh, in hip hop, and he's able to not get caught up in the machismo of it, right? And say, Hey, let's let's get yeah, let's get to this money. So, I'm yeah. like, I was thinking to myself, I was like, Man, I wish he would have represented Biggie and Tupac, one of them, yeah, or been involved some type of way, yeah, yeah like that. But that's what that's what an OG supposed to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's he's that guy. The thing I didn't get, and maybe you can clear this up for me. So when they get done doing the show, is Larry Hoover gonna be free? That okay. Is, so, is it be like but is it, the music gonna like convince the <laughs> warden to let him out? Like is it like a is it a if they perform well then like they'll be like, all right, you can go or like what's the that's the part I didn't get. Well, I don't, you know, okay. So obviously they're raising awareness kind of like Cap was with the kneeling and the thing. So what I'm thinking to I, I don't know, but if, if you're Larry Hoover, you got to be waking up in your cell a little bit more jipper these days. 
Like you coming out like. But we already know who Larry Hoover is from the Rick Ross record. Cor- yes, but that record didn't do him any favors. I think I'm Big Meech, Larry Hoover. You're like, hey, <laughs> hey, that's, that's, Ross, that, calm say, that stop down. all that. Right. Like, I'm writing children's books now, nigga. I mean, uh, I'm writing children's <laughs> books now. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't be doing that. So I think he, I think I'm just saying if you. So now you got you got Kanye, you know who has been able to get. Uh, you know, felons out of prison. Right. And obviously his wife, uh, prison reform and these things have been uh, part of, uh, you know, something they've been doing over the past couple of years. And then you bring Drake off in that thing. I'm just saying like, that's a lot. But of, I'm just, I, that's a lot what of kind of influence though? Like, are they like taking the money from the show and they going to put it in an envelope and take it down? Like, is it for his <laughs> legal defense fund? Cause, cause Drake and Kanye can write a check. Like what are right. they doing the show for? I think I think what's the just, show for? I think they just—it's kind of like what's the show for? You know, USA for Africa. You know what I mean? Like, because they were giving money to Africa. So I think they're gonna be giving money. But to, they can write a check. That's true. But I think, but I think if they can write a check, yes, they can write a check. But it, but people wouldn't be talking about it if it wasn't a show that's going. I guess so. Way. And particularly with the beef that Drake and Kanye had with the. Uh, with the with the release the, the the pending release of both their albums earlier right was that was that really a beef though or was that just like go well, sell the, some records the beef had been for a few years I guess so so well I'm glad they working it out and I'm glad they gonna uh, me too you know get on the stage and, like and whatever did you I see like the um you see the Grammy nominations came out I saw some of them I did not see like who's gonna win for best Native American album but I yeah no, no one did but I did no one's no one for, for those of you that don't know that is a category like no respectfully no one's checking for that they're not they're not there's they're a not. lot of like best polka album nobody's checking for that but if you've ever if you know you voted on the Grammys or if you ever opened it up yeah. I was surprised the, the the ballot where you vote I was surprised at all the different categories yeah, you could win a Grammy for best comedy album. Yeah, yes. yeah. And, and there, and so the show that the broadcast that you see, they're like, that's like a, what a quarter of the award that. I yeah, maybe about. maybe fifteen twenty percent of the awards so are televised. I saw uh, that Taylor Swift got nominated for what was it? Album best album, yeah, album of the year, yeah. Lil Nas X, um, yeah. Which, hey, I'm out on Lil Nas X. Like anything with the devil, and rocking with the devil. I, I don't go that way. No, no, I, I, I'm not with that either. But I do have to shout out uh, Lil Nas X because a couple of folks that I know uh, worked on that. My cousin Coop produced vocals on that album, so he's nominated for a Grammy for that. And also my boys, uh, shout out to Day Trip, who produced uh, Montero, which was also nominated for Record of the Year. So you got people that's working with yeah. Lucifer, and that's, that's what's <laughs> up. You know what I mean? I and, think, I, what I think he's doing is I think he's, He's playing a game with the public. I think he's having fun. Well, I don't want to play that game. No, no, no. I don't. I don't want to play that. I don't, I don't want to play that Prince game. Prince of Darkness. Yeah. I'm good on Satan. Oh yeah. I'm like, hey, it's not, like literally for me, it's Satan. Go ahead and get behind me. It, yes, because I think it like snake. It's like rattlesnakes. Yeah. Oh, there's some rattlesnakes over there. Yeah. I'm not going that way. Like I'm going. Oh, well, it's it's a bunch of naked girls in the in the in the jacuzzi. And yeah. I want you to come over there, but there's some rattlesnakes. Close to the jacuzzi. I'm good. I'm gonna pass. I'm not going in. I'm gonna pass. I'm, I'm gonna wait. I'm, I'm gonna wait for that when there's no snakes. So Bieber got nominated for for his Justice album for the for, for the song Peaches, and um, he got nominated for with Giveon and uh, Daniel Caesar. Not right. best R&B song, but best R&B performance. What's the difference? Uh, well, technically, it goes that's to the artist uh, performances, vocal performance. 
But I don't, okay, but, okay, so the vocal performance, to me, it's the same thing. The song performance? Yeah, I mean, I know it's the same, but the origin of the Grammys is, like, a technical thing. So it's vocal performance, it's best record, which is a producer-engineer award along okay. with the artist, and then song is a song award. So you, they kind of... You kind of break folk, it down. You think black folk gonna be mad at people win that thing? Black Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it's listen. We, we we can have a whole other show. I love on, Bieber, by the way. I'm a, and you're, I, I was rock gonna say Bieber all day. In my I was house. gonna say, are you guys in on the Justice album? I think that's what was nominated. Justice, whatever the newest album is, whatever the newest album is, yeah. we play that a lot. I mean, okay. I have a six year old who demands that that album gets played when we in the car. Yeah, no problem. He loves every Bieber. He liked the Christmas song uh, that Bieber. I guess he did a bunch of them, but yeah, we did that. Anything that uh, Bieber rocking our stuff. You know, you yes, um, but yes, we we like we played pretty much that whole album through from the beginning, where it's the Martin Luther King, right? uh, Yeah, and then all the way in. Remember, I I I actually texted you a couple records uh, earlier in the summer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yo, this whole thing, fire. Yeah, no, you've been on it uh, on the Bieber thing. Also, I want to um just quickly here, I want to shout out to producer D Mile. Man, D Mile is nominated twice. In the uh, record of the year category for um, he's for Fight for You, the Her track, and then he's also a uh, producer and co-writer on uh, Leave the Door Open with Bruno and uh, Addison Pat. So D Mile, one of the nicest guys in the game. Um, shout out to you, man. You deserve all of this. Uh, I have all that love. I have an admission. So as I was prepping for the show, there's a song called Freedom that is nominated for record of the year by somebody named John Baptiste. Yeah. I ain't never heard of him or that song. So I played a little bit. I was like, maybe I ain't, I know the song, but I ain't know the name of the, I don't know nothing about that song. I, I, yeah, I, I know, I should know John Baptiste, but I, I, I had to look him up yeah, as well. I, 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 so much so that we're not even going to talk about it. But record of the year, and I don't know. Never yeah, it's just one of them things, man, that be happening. With and, and okay, so for those of you that may share this in common with us, this is a black artist. Uh, song has an R&B feel to it, record of the year, but no R&B nomination. Yeah. I, the thing that I know that he did do... But Bieber got not, one. Well, well, I think this guy did the music for that animated film with the jazz that soul? came on during... Uh, with Jamie Foxx. Yeah, Soul. Yeah, I yeah so yeah. I think that's where I knew him from, but I had no idea it kind of grew to what it grew to. Um, but anyway, man, man, the Grammys is great, so shout out to all my friends, Jeff Robinson, who manages her? Done a, he's done an amazing, amazing job with her, her with her. Um, but shout out to him. So I have friends that are out here doing in their high thing places because he's a not, high placer. I'm not in I'm not in high places, but I will say I know these guys, and I wanted to give I them a little bit of shout out. You see your sweater? That's a high place sweater. Fair enough. <laughs> um, so let's talk some sports. Let's talk some sports, then. Um, you know, we wouldn't be stat lines matter if we didn't kick off with uh, we got to talk about Lacovid. LeCovid, LeBron done got LeCovid, so we, for, for the next 10 days, we're going to call him LeCovid. Well, unless they say you get two negative tests within 24 hours, right? I thought that's what it was, too, but then Something else somebody said something. it was like a minimum of 10 days, so I don't really know exactly. I saw that in the same paragraph. Right. So since I'm a LeBron fan, I just went for the, well, maybe he could get. Uh, yeah, he might be back tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so so uh yeah, he 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 got and, and you know, he he's obviously vaccinated. I don't know if he got the booster shot. Right. You know, he had, he had said, "Yeah, I you know, I was skeptical, but went ahead and, and got the the vaccination." 
So he is out, presumably, presumably for the next ten days. Uh, the Lakers um, won last night. Yeah, they did. Uh, first, his first blowout of the season. First blowout of the season, yeah. and it was due to what the adjustment. Well, not the adjustment, but the way they played when they won the championship two years ago, which was defensively. Yeah, they turned it way up. Yeah, out- outscored. Uh, they outscored the Kings like 40, 67 to 33 in the, in second, the second half. half yeah. Um, and any team does that, they're going to win. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the question is, can they sustain that? Yeah. They are seven and four with, uh, with, with LeBron. And I believe yeah. they are five and six without him. Something like that. Um, I think they're 12 and 11 overall. Yeah. 12 and 11 overall, including yeah. last night. And the interesting thing about the West and the playoff, they're like, there are five teams. That are separated by one game mm-hmm. from, I believe, four through. It's like seed. four through eight. Yeah. Eight yeah, yeah. And then the team that's in the ninth seed is also separated by one game, but they're just one game to the negative. Right. But the, all the other teams essentially have the same record. Yeah. Just given maybe one team has played more games than the other. Right. But it's still a one game differential between all of in that, in that log jam. And it's still early. Um, so it, the good thing is it's still early. The bad thing is, is that even though they won, they still have to develop that chemistry between the three of them. So even though they won, you bring him back in, obviously the centerpiece of that, uh, you know, of, of, the, of that of that five, and you still have to figure out something, a a, pay, a way to play, things that you guys do. Oh, I know he's going to be on this rotation because defense, in particular, is all about communication. Right. Well, you don't have to communicate. As much when you have chemistry, right. I already know he's gonna be there. Right. I already know he's gonna be so. So that then that's what you call synergy, and the, right. and you need that to win the title, and that's what Golden State has, and that's the King Kong in this whole sorry in this whole equation. Yeah. So, but I think I think even and you mentioned Golden State. I think even with that though, they got to figure out when Clay gets back. How to incorporate him into so they're gonna have because Clay Clay been out two years, so that's not gonna be as easy of a like because everybody's going hey and when Clay come back it's gonna be nah it's gonna take some time he's got to get his game back they got to figure out how they're gonna play with him I think it's a little bit jumping the gun to just assume he comes in jumps in a speeding car and they keep going true but I but you but it's gonna be an easier transition because they've done it before particularly with those three with that coach. Yeah, yeah, that part, yeah, all that's in place. But there's a lot of other pieces, though. Correct, but I'm saying at least with LeBron, they've never done that before. Yeah, because he because this whole new play. The GM changes the lineup every year. Correct. Like he literally rebakes the, the lineup to the to the good or the bad. Yeah. Right. You still that's part of it. Yeah. Whereas these guys, they've they've managed to go. We're gonna be here. We're yeah. gonna stay here. Yeah. And no matter how bad and how dark it gets, and it's gotten dark. Yeah. It's gotten bad. Yeah, last and year. To it did. Particularly Steph and Dre's Draymond's credit, they have shown up most nights when they when they could. Play, yeah. Even when they were mathematically eliminated from yeah. the playoffs, even when I mean they were getting their tails kicked in, their heads kicked in, they showed up. Yeah. And and part I believe that's part of why they are reaping the benefits of that, because they played through so much of that muckety muck last season that They've learned some things that work for them because it's essentially the same roster. Right. And Jordan Poole stepping up. Right. Jordan Poole, I believe, uh, did they win last night? No, no, no they, they lost. lost. They, they lost. lost. But he still had a play. He had a great game. Curry had a tough game. Yeah, Curry Poole had, had so, the first bad shooting night of the year. So, 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 to your point though, you take you you're gonna have to take a guy who in Jordan Poole's normally used to getting around 15 shots a game, 
and now you're bringing back in Clay. Clay's normally get, gets around 14 to 16 shots a game, and you still got Steph, and you you got uh, Wiggins, yeah, who's who's been playing a little bit better mm-hmm. this season. So to your point, they are going to have to try to figure out what's going to work with that iteration of the and Weissman. Like you know, nobody talks about Weissman, but Weissman was like a number two pick. But I don't think. He's gonna. He doesn't need the ball. No, no, no. He's gonna be there yeah. to play defense, but, but you still got to work him. Fits him better. But he, he still has to work in the rotation Not defensively. Better, but I think he'll fit it. It'll, it'll be. It'll. It won't be as much of an adjustment for a five. Yeah, because you're not asking him to score the basketball. Right. That's that's facts. But they still gonna add pieces. It changes the rotation. They got we'll Kamunga. Yes. No, they got good when they were when they were a great dominant team before KD got there. People forget they were deep. They had a bench. Oh, yeah. They had guys that can hit you in waves. Yeah, Barbosa. Barbosa uh, was West on that team. <clears throat> David West coming David. off the bench. Well, I think he came and they lost to LeBron that year. Was that right? the year? Because the, the 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 thing was, oh, you left the Pacers and you left like $11 million Facts. and you signed for $1 million <laughs> to, to, to win a title. And didn't even get the title. That was, that was, that was a bad gamble. Yeah. To own I'm never. I mean, I obviously, forgive me for <laughs> stating the obvious, but that's. Yeah, I'm not. Even if you would have won the title, yeah, you I, you, you paying nine. I'm not. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Um. Nah. But uh, I I think Golden State is looking great, and I think Phoenix. I mean, Phoenix last night showed up, showed without out Devin Booker. without Devin Booker. Well, he played, but then he got he hurt, got left hurt. in the like the, the first quarter, second quarter. He got hurt. And uh, but they were balling too, and they play, they play a style. They can go up tempo. They can slow it down. They can play half court. Chris Paul does not get the credit he always deserves because he doesn't have that chip. But the minute he gets it, yeah, it's like it changes his legacy. Like, he is an unbelievable player. Interesting game because they play the same style of basketball defensively where they just ball constrictors, right? Yeah. They just slow, and they held um, Golden State, who leads the league in scoring, to 96 points. Yeah. Uh, so, now, I don't know this, but in my mind, it's rattling around the idea. Devin Booker's not the greatest defender. Maybe... They are they a better defensive team? Yeah, with I'm, him off the. Floor? I mean, it's very possible. You know, it's just a a thought, not necessarily yeah. a. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm considering it. <laughs> yeah, um, there was a battle yesterday uh, for battle for New York with Brooklyn. Brooklyn yeah. and the Knicks played a Why really. You, I never even considered that. They, yeah, hell no. Like the like <laughs> the 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 stadium was the arena was going crazy. They were playing in Brooklyn, but it felt like they were playing in in uh, New York. So many Nick fans. Oh, Madison Square, Madison, yeah, yeah, Madison yeah. Square Garden. So yeah. many Nick fans that were there doing their thing and uh, like really Thank wanting. Us. I think the Knicks really the Nick fans were like really going on like it was a championship. Because because it, it is their championship. It is their like yeah. what is it with Nick fans? Obnoxious. Yeah, like, just and from day one, like, like yo kid, my whole life, the Knicks have been terrible. Literally since I was born, in the early seventies, <laughs> like they've never done anything. Yeah, I, why is why is Madison Square Garden considered the mecca? I don't know where that came from. The mecca because, of what? Because because when, like like when I when I when I came into you know I was about to say knowledge of self like I'm <laughs> when I came into the knowledge of my brother yeah my brother brother, yeah. brother Hunter it was like you know like you like 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 Mecca is the Mecca right it was like Madison Square Garden was the Mecca you just before you have can form an opinion either way you just kind of accept it right? right because that's what you that's what you hear and of course uh, they have a uh, obviously a deep 
history of basketball players coming out of, you know, the state of New York. But I, I really don't know how that came about. I guess it's like, hey, ain't nobody else. Let's just say it. Let's just say it and just see, what just see if it sticks. Yeah, I'm the greatest of all time. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess that's what, you know, that's how it went down. But, I mean, it was a close game. The Nets won by two. Yeah. Harden, I believe, had over 20 in the first half. Yeah, 28 in the first half. If they can get – that's it's been interesting about Harden the whole entire season. When you got a guy who consistently puts up 20-plus shots a game, some games he'll put up nine. Yeah. Some games he'll put up 12. And, and to his own, and he's he's admitted he's trying to figure it out. Well, you ain't got to do that with Kyrie out, bro. When Kyrie out, they go. need the volume. Yeah, yeah. go. They need the yeah. volume. They need you to be that guy. And like, I think Katie's told him as much. Yeah, yeah. I think, and I and I think, I think if they can get, obviously, if you can get a guy that's doing that, but Harden does that, right? So let's get you back to you know a little bit more of your Houston. Houston. I was gonna say the Houston, and, and Houston, then, Harden, because you you can run the, you clearly can yeah. run the point, and you can create your own shot, and you're a terrific passer. Yeah, just do that. Yeah, you know you got Patty Mills over there in the corner when Joe Harris be out, and yeah. when Joe Harris come back, you got yeah. Joe Harris over yeah. there in the corner. Yeah, you know, and they Harris been, is out two months, and they've been winning a lot of these games without a real inside presence, without Claxton. Yeah. You know, um, and uh, even Griffin's been out, and Blake's been Blake's been out, but yeah. then you've had Aldridge stepping up, looking like Portland. I'm about to like, say, found a youth. Yeah, you know, he probably got some. He went over there. That way, he wasn't really hurt. He just went on over to Germany and got that COVID. Yeah, 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 exactly that. Spun the, spun blood, the blood and put it back in. I need to get mine spun. Man, I know. I all the drinking I've been doing lately. <laughs> well, I've been spending my drinks. <laughs> I ain't been spending. I need to spend blood. this bourbon. <laughs> yeah, I can spend that. It's spending right now. Nah, that man. That would say him. No, but I, I will say this about Brooklyn, who. You know, I, I pull for Brooklyn hasn't beat any good teams. I've seen that. Yeah. But it's the opposite of the Lakers. They're winning the games they're supposed to win. And while they're figuring it out. Yeah. So they sit atop the East at 15 and six. Uh, I think th- I thought they were second in the East. No, they're first. Uh, they're first. Okay. Yeah, they're first okay. in the East. Uh, 15 and six. Um, and but they they haven't. When they when they've gone on to play the good teams, they've lost to the Bulls. They I think they beat the Lakers, but then the Lakers are not technically considered one of the good teams at the moment by definition. They've lost to the uh to the Bucks, but they beat the bad teams. And that's what you're supposed to do while you're figuring out in the first twenty five percent of the season. So yeah. we're in the we're in the first quarter of the season. They are figuring it out right now. Yeah, they they've they've lost to uh they've also lost to the Warriors. Yes. I'm looking at it now. Um they in they lost surprisingly to a 76. Well, no, the 76ers were at full strength minus. No, they beat the 76ers. Uh, but they lost to the Hornets. That's a bad loss. Yeah. But that was earlier in the season. Between and the Hornets have been a little bit up and down. They started off strong. They then they the lost Warriors, a, right? lost some games. And then they won like nine straight. Yeah. And then the Bulls had to go ahead and put the thing on them the other day. When the, uh, And I got to talk about my Bulls because I think the Bulls are the story of the early part of the season. I think, you know, obviously uh, I'm a Bulls fan. Chi-Town, stand up. Um the front office change, getting uh, Gar Foreman and John Paxson out of there, has changed everything for the Bulls. Karnaschovitz and Mark Eversley gutted that roster in in record time. I don't think there's anybody there other than Levine that was there two years ago. Rebuilt the roster. Ball, great defender. Caruso, great defender. DeRozan, scorer, passer, facilitator. And if we have Patrick Williams, the draft pick from last year, he hurt. he's hurt and he's going to miss the whole season, I would think the sky's the limit. But right now, I love what we do. We're playing defense. It's kind of the point you were making. 
We play suffocating defense. We hold teams under their average all the time, and we can get buckets. Yeah. Levine, and now Levine doesn't have all the pressure. No, and you got Vooch back. Yeah. Uh, which you put 30, he had 30 and 15 the other night. Yeah, I believe it was against Charlotte. Yeah. If I'm mistaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it, when they, we knew, you and I talked about it in the summer when they brought over Caruso and they brought over Lonzo, that immediately those were two like top flight on ball defenders. Right. Uh, I, want, I don't want to say particularly Alex Caruso, but Alex Caruso is a guy who knows his role. And that's important when you have when you're trying to bring in a championship team. You have guys that come off the bench. I'm an energy guy. I don't need to score a lot of buckets. Right. And I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be disruptive. I, I, there was one clip I forget who he was guarding, uh, Alex Caruso, where he he literally the dude just gave the ball up. Yeah. Like he just had him. No, it, it looked like like some little league type. Like let me just get yeah, that from yeah, you. Yeah. 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 Um. So that that and and DeRozan plays great defense. Yeah. So you've got you you've got the makings of and I and I, I told you so y'all can win the East too. So y'all could win the East. Um, I'm not gonna go there. Okay. We just trying to we just trying to get to we just trying to go one and zero every night. Okay. Whatever. We trying to go one and zero every night, yeah. baby. Like you, you getting ahead of yourself. I'm right not now. getting ahead. Of You're getting ahead of yourself, I've big seen dog. Many. Uh, we watched Miami do it two seasons ago mm-hmm. in the bubble. Like, yeah, in the bubble. We we Real- watched we watched that we we watched teams come out of the East that you know. You wouldn't necessarily think that play the right way. Yeah, and yeah. I think I think the why not the Bulls? You know why not the Hawks? Why not you know if they get like that's what I was said about the Hawks last year. We, yeah, we came close. Yeah, yeah. And I think that the the Bulls are may could be this year's Hawks. Well, you mentioned the Hawks, and it makes me think about Ben Simmons. The Hawks. I know the Hawks are your team, but it was kind of the series, wasn't it? The series with you guys that sort of the the thing imploded with Ben. Where Ben was like, where he really got at odds with Doc and the guys on the team wasn't wasn't it the series with you guys? Yeah, yeah. What's your take on where that is and where that's going? Well, okay, because you have let me let me set it up like this: you have three guys that are let's say top twenty-five players in the league. You have John Wall, you have Kyrie Irving, and you have Ben Simmons that are literally at home. Yeah, these are thirty million dollar a year, and in Wall's case, forty five million dollar a year guys that, for different reasons, are not playing basketball. But let's talk specifically about Ben. Uh, What's your take on Ben, and how do you think it's going to resolve itself? Well, for me, I think okay. So you take it back to how it all started. You have Ben Simmons and the collapse that was the seventy sixes. I believe they were up. Three one, whatever it yeah. was, and you know they, uh, you know, seven six end up losing a series, and the ire of particularly the city of Philadelphia went to Ben Simmons. My my take on it was completely different than everybody else's because not everybody else's, but the vast majority. I think I don't think that it's Ben Simmons' fault that they lost. You know, Ben Simmons is their third offensive op- option, so. How can you blame a series on your third offensive option? You know, it's the equivalent of you know blaming it on blaming you know uh, the Hawks losing on Kevin Herter or uh, <laughs> right. You know, it's like what you know he's he's also their third highest pay high, highest paid player, so he's not even their first. Like you could go that okay. season he was in the in this season. Who's I mean, they haven't got any new contracts? Joel Embiid and, who's and Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris makes more than makes more than Joel. I mean, makes more than Ben Simmons, and those are your first two offensive options. Okay, so you're mad at a guy. You're mad at your third option, who 
has has never been looked at as a quote unquote a big time score. Those things and and you looked at how Embiid finished those second halves in those games that they lost. I believe he was one for twenty one. So you got, I think you got to look at your first option. Like why why aren't you closing out the fifth seed, which is what we were at that time. But Ben but Joel Embiid seemed to skate that 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 responsibility. Tobias Harris didn't get any. Nobody even mentioned his name, but everything went to Ben Simmons because of his lack of shooting. Yes, in those clutch moments and, but, and reluctance. But what to, we to but take what, even open shots. But what we know layups. But, but what we know about Ben Simmons is he's a distributor first. He's he played how he's been playing, in my opinion, the whole time. And not to mention, it's not like the other guys were balling. If if Joel Embiid quote scores a few more buckets, they advance. To play the uh, the Bucks, yeah. it's not us, right? So I think if Joel Embiid is more clutch in those moments, I mean, you look at you, nobody else skates skates that. I haven't seen anybody else skate that responsibility. You look at LeBron if he if he if he's one for twenty one, you know, in the in the in the fourth quarter, he's going to get all the blame for me, especially. Well, I'm gonna be but, I'm gonna I'm gonna call a special show <laughs> to come on here and get LeBron. I'll be like, should I get him? <laughs> Well, you, you, but you, okay, so so that's all I'm saying is it would be normal. It's yes. normal for you to go, hey, man, your number one option has to play better. We lost because you didn't perform in the, in the second half of those games. But you go to the third option, and so I feel like, and I, I you know, I, the relationship with Ben in the 76ers, I think the, the players have come out, and obviously it seems like they have sort of circled the wagons. And if you look at the, the I believe the winning percentage when Ben is in that starting lineup is 67%. If I'm not mistaken, I need to, I need to check that, but I know it's high. It could be high. Yeah. So they're better with him on the floor than not. Theoretically. Statistically. Statistically. Yeah. But but in theory, because maybe their chances are better long term moving him. I'm surprised that nobody's put the package together to get them him there. Well it doesn't seem to be a market for him. Well, I, from what I understand, they are asking for a lot. King's ransom. Well, he, isn't he a top five player? I think. Well, I don't know if he's a top, top five 10? player, but the way you're treating him like he's not, but you're asking. But uh, for but, but as a ransom. fan, aren't you of the belief that he's a top ten player? I, I, I or has that changed? Those down. I would have to write down. You know, okay. You, you you got Durant, you got Curry, you got LeBron, you got. Well, I know you used to v- view him. I know you used to view him as an elite player. I think I do think he's an elite player. I think he's an elite. Obviously, so they're right for asking he, for a king's ransom. They're not gonna just dump him for nothing. But 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 what you can't do is not start him and then ask me to give you a king's ransom for him. It's kind of like you're, you're killing his own no, value. He didn't show up for work. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. He didn't show right. up for work. No, you're right about that. Well, but I think well, okay. So you can't, I believe, but you can't treat him the way that you have, particularly Doc Rivers, the, some of the comments that he made post, uh, you know, after the series was over, and then go, okay, he's this great player. We need all of this stuff. When y'all don't even, you seemingly don't want the guy. Seemingly. He seems soft to me. I'm not, I ain't saying he out here like, you know, Anthony Mason. <laughs> no, he's not. I'm not saying he, that. He, it, like, my take is this. But a dude that averages, what, 16, 8, and 8 for his career. Yeah. Like, He's a solid player, but I think I want that. I mean, I think we want it in theory, but I don't know, man. I always you surround him with shooters. You surround him. Well, with I've always field. felt that you way. You surround him with Joe Harris. You surround him. Yeah. with, Yeah. Uh, you know, some guys that he because you know he's looking for those guys. You know the thing that's always stuck in my mind about him. He played. He's like the one guy that I can think of that was a clear one and done, that didn't get his team to the tournament. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. always bothered me about the, him. Uh, was it NIT right? Yes, the NIT that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that that says a lot to me. That says a lot to me. So, okay, so switching gears a little bit, what do you think about John Wall? Like, the Rockets are saying he can come back. He's just not going to be a starter. That's crazy. It's cra- I mean, he averaged he averaged 20, 21.7 assists last year yeah. in 40 games. Oh, he could play. Like, why would you not start that? And then and then you, you, you bring along Jalen Green and, and Jalen Green and Kevin Porter. Well, why wouldn't you have Wall around to mentor those guys and – like, like, I mean, the only thing I can think of is maybe he's just not a mentor. Maybe he doesn't have that that thing. Okay, so why would you get rid of twenty one and seven though? Because I think you're trying to develop. And, and the year before that, he was twenty one and nine. That I mean, I, that's grim. No, I think yes, the numbers are great. I'm curious why they just won't move him, and why nobody wants to pick up that contract. That's what I'm curious. Well, I mean, it's I believe it's ninety five million. Yeah, the next two, two, years. two years. Yeah, like, I mean that's, that's a lot of bread. Yeah. But I'm sure Houston would take some of it. Boy, oh well, yeah, to get it off yeah. their books. Well, so I think what 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 teams have been rumored to be in that sweepstakes? I haven't heard anybody. I've heard I've heard an outside shot that the Lakers. Anytime somebody come available, the Lakers. But they've been known <laughs> right to make the blockbuster. Oh, yeah, like they've we see it. We see it right now. They got six Hall of Famers. They twelve and eleven. Yeah, they've been. But, yeah, they, <laughs> twelve and eleven with six Hall of Famers. Like, Fuck out of here. Got forty million dollar contracts. <laughs> they coming on in there. You know, this fool's coming yeah. there like for 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 in and out gift certificates. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, hey, y'all just give me a gift certificate to the Beverly, the Beverly <laughs> Center, free parking at the Beverly yeah, Center, yeah, and LeBron promised you can come over his house and drink his Petrus. <laughs> Get out of here, man. Anyway, like, listen. So we're gonna come back, and um, you know, one of the things that we're gonna be doing differently is we're gonna be going live on more of a, a daily basis so we can get our NBA talk in in real time uh, for the fans that want to come in and, and engage with us right then, and then we'll put those conversations up. So we'll definitely be digging a lot deeper into our NBA conversations. You are an NBA guy, and I have to say this, um, and I'm not trying to embarrass you, but you are one of the most in-depth NBA guys that not getting a check to be an in-depth NBA guy but I swear I'll put you up against anybody. <laughs> like, hey, like, hey, you uh you <laughs> It was like a backhand yeah. <laughs> like compliment. You hey, you amazing <laughs> to not get paid to do this. <laughs> you spend maybe a little bit. You might need to divide your time up more wisely. No, no, your NBA game is amazing though. Yeah, I, I mean I think it's I think it's the best product of the three major sports. It uh, is. You know, it, it is. is. I mean, every night you're getting you know, fantastic matchups. I mean, you can look. I mean, I, I want to watch Charlotte. Yes. I want to watch Charlotte, Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. Don't nobody want to watch, you know, two off-brand teams like that in the yeah. NFL. Right. And I think that, uh, you know, I I, I I like the fact that they have a little bit more freedom to speak. Yeah. You know, I like the fact that the league seems to be a little bit more open-minded as it relates to social, uh, social issues. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like I feel the product is better and I feel like they're more trying to be more inclusive of all the fans. Yeah, and the, and, the, and the players I think are in a uh, in a better position as well. I mean, and, and guaranteed I'm contracts, voice. You know, if you love, if you like the NBA, get league pass for you know. It really is out. a good value. Yeah, oh man, it's an excellent value. Man, I mean, every any game you want to see. Yeah, if you're willing to just stay up. Yeah, and watch it. And sometimes even when the team's not good, 
there's great players to watch. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? It's a player's league. Yeah. Right? I mean, like you look at last night, I mean, maybe some, some people don't aren't as high on him as I am, but you know, when Damian Lillard is out, yeah. CJ McCollum is every bit yeah. as as effective. Yeah. Uh, and they and they won last night up. They played the Pistons, but yeah. saying CJ McCollum and, and Anthony Simmons, a guy that comes off number number six guy off the bench, started last night. I believe he scored twenty points. I mean, you look at it like you, you really start to realize the skill level of these guys is off the charts. Yes. So I mean even on the bad teams. Yeah. 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 I mean okay, you look at take a oh, take a bad team. New Orleans Pelicans. Daniel Graham, really good point guard. Brandon Ingram. And Zion Williams ain't even started playing yet. Right. I mean, you, you got guys all across. Uh, Jason Hart can play. Yeah. You got all. The, you name you name a city. I can name you two or three guys that can that. can get at it. Alec Burks scored over twenty points last. Yeah, night. for the Knicks. For the Knicks. Yeah. I mean, he had it going too. I mean, yeah. he kept him in the game because yeah. every time the, the every time the Nets were pulling away, it seemed like he was getting a bucket or or Rose was getting a bucket. Look at the Wizards. Yeah. Bill. Yeah. Was playing. Yeah, man, Kuzma. That's your guy. He's actually validating what you said about him two years ago to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so so you can go. He's making you look good. <laughs> it's delayed. <laughs> hey, better late than never. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I you, okay, okay, see, Shay, Shay, uh, yeah, I can't, I can't say his last name. Yeah, the, the other guy though. Yeah, it's, well, it's the point guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the, point, yeah. the point guard. So I mean, I, I look league pass. Maybe, maybe we should. Hey, league pass. Y'all want to sponsor? I know, right? <laughs> Let us. Let, we'll pump hey, you up every hey, day. All I need is free league pass. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know, cause I'm I'm thinking about paying for it again on the app just so I can get rid of Directv as soon as football. Wait a minute, you have to pay to get for it again. Well, because I have it through Directv, but I want to get my Directv shut off because I hate Directv. So okay, so I just okay, so this thing got to be part of the show. No, it's part of the show. I want to, okay. I want to actually kill Directv. No, no, I, well, I want to use my platform to kill Directv. I just felt like, I just feel like, like I thought that you couldn't get League Pass on your phone. You, you can't. Oh, you can't. no, you can't. Well, you can get the app. Like I get the app. Like last year, I got the app work. Yeah, but I get it on Apple TV. Oh, on Apple TV. Okay. Yeah. Now we have Apple TV. I just don't know how to work it. Ask your kids, man. That just means you get old. Just do do what I do. Just I got young people. You just ask them. They know everything. Hey, can y'all need to come over to my house for about two hours? No, you need to get your kids to do your you because your kids know. I'm gonna tell you what my kids do. They know. They know that everything is through their PlayStation. That's fine. Like everything they do is like Netflix. But it's the same though. It's basically the same thing. I'll tell you what I know how to work on Apple TV. Disney Channel. You you know how to work it all. It's all, it's the same. The NBA, the NBA app is the same as the Disney Channel app on Apple TV. They they work exactly. Okay, so you there's no is there there a League Pass app? Yes. So I can just go to the app store. And get the yes. You ain't even say nothing. Nah, bro. Come on, man. Stop I being old. You ain't say nothing. Stop being old. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. Like, somebody got to say something. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not denying the fact that I'm old, but somebody say something. It's wow. like the other day, like, when, 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 when I didn't know that UGA was playing Clemson to start the – ain't nobody say nothing to start the season. And I called you and I said, why didn't you say anything? I'm all the mean, information I mean, there's, there's that you that. ever want is this. There's that. Like I'm, just I'm, use your phone I'm to your benefit. Because I just, you know, I'll be out here at the games at my son's. Yeah, that's true. Games. You, 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 are, you have a, a little bit of an excuse. Well, no, and I'll be like, I'll be like, hey, man, you know, I'll just be thinking I got to suffer in silence, you know, that I can't watch the games. You know, but you probably can. There's a lot of things you probably could have watched 
on your phone. Right. You do know well, that. I right? just gotta step up. Yeah, get your, get your, yeah, we'll we'll get your tech. We we I'm gonna send some of my. Yeah, because I'm looking. Some I'm, looking guys. I'm looking at your help. You got help. <laughs> yes, I, I do. I I am a product of many here. Uh, I want to talk about uh, uh, NFL a little bit before we go. Okay. Because we're right in the middle of the NFL season. We're probably in the la- we're going to the last third of the season, I guess. Um, the playoffs are shaping up. It flies by. We're trying. Yeah. I, oh my God, it flies by. Right. Fly, so we got. Team sort of lining up for position for the playoffs. It looks like Green Bay is going to be good. It looks like the Patriots are going to go to the Super Bowl. I have this terrible nightmare that it's going to be the Patriots against mm-hmm. Green Bay in the Super Bowl. And, I, and I've already said, if, it's, if that's what happens, because I hate both those teams, I really hate Green Bay. The Patriots annoy me. If those two teams go to the Super Bowl, I'm either not watching – I'm going to have an all-girls Super Bowl party with drinking games, door prizes, you know, like random. Like, it's going to, it's not even going to look like, it's going to look like a baby shower. It's going to look like a. With the game on. Tupperware party. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, you said Tupperware? It was 1950? Finger hut. <laughs> you y'all know about that finger hut. I don't know anything. That sounds X-rated. No, nah, fi- finger hut. Like, <laughs> that sounds like something you ain't supposed to. Nah, Can we say that? Finger hut got them little knickknacks. It used to be this little brochure back in the day that, like, I don't want to say women because I, you know, I ain't trying to get canceled. But you know, women would would that fi- finger hut would be their thing. Finger know? hut sounds like some under the bleachers high school thing. No, man, no? man, I wish it was, but it's not. It, 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 yeah, I wish. Hey, girl, what's up with that finger hut? What's up with that finger? Like, hey, hey I, <laughs> I gave her that finger hut, shouty. Let's see this finger hut right here. This is the site. So, so like that's a thing for women. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm saying so. So like your like my stepmother used to get the brochures and order stuff from oh, okay. all the time, and so it was one of you know in the aunts and stuff, and they'd be talking, okay. They, they love finger hut. <laughs> oh, okay. Like man, I've never or it, finger hut to me is like. You know, like I don't know, like uh, J.C. Penney's. Okay, all right. Like it's like I, I never heard of it. Well, I just like maybe it, some southern. It maybe exists, southern. but like not really. Right to me. Right, right, like, right. Who's going to J.C. Penney? Like, like it's never been my idea to go to J.C. Penney. Well, it's funny. <laughs> the life. very first credit card I ever got was from J.C. Penney. Really? It was in 1988. That might have been back when J.C. Penney was still hot. It's probably. Yeah, yeah. JCPenney. I bought a, I, I, the first thing I bought was a waffle iron. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fat boy shit. Like, I wanted a waffle. Like, out of all the stuff you could buy, you went over. I went over there because they had appliances. And I got my grandmother, may she rest in peace, she wanted a toaster of it. <laughs> they gave me $300 of credit. That's fine. But- they gave me $300 in credit. No, I'm going to tell you why. Because my mom used to get these toaster waffles. You know, like Eggo. Sure. We got them all up and through my house. I hated those. Yeah. I, wanted a re- I wanted my mom to make a real waffle. She's going to kill me for saying this. My mom wouldn't get a waffle line. I said, I, was, I think I went in on her for like, from the time I was seven to the time I got that waffle line you when I was 18. Pour the, the, the stuff over. Yes. And then close Because all my white friends could get waffles. I could, oh. I got toasted waffles. The thing, the thing. It was white people envy. The thing that my, my white friends had was they had cupboards. Like, they had cupboards with, with in pantries. Yeah, yeah. And like, all my food used to be on top of the refrigerator. Like, the cereal's <laughs> up there. You know what I'm saying? The bread is up there. What did y'all put in the cabinets? <laughs> hmm? What y'all put in the cabinets? I mean, if we had enough air now, then it'd be some ravioli. You know what I mean? Some chef canned goods. Ravioli. Yeah, canned goods. All canned, can, good. all canned goods. Oh but, wow! But most of the food was on top of the refrigerator. <laughs> like anything you just want, like cookies, would be up there. Little uh, rich crackers. Yeah, would be like that's what they they had. Like 
Like, if, okay, so for those that don't know, I'm biracial. So when I would go, he's biracial. <laughs> that's a that's a that song is dope. <laughs> Look that up. The video. The video. Mofi. No. <laughs> Look that up. I don't know who the artist is. Is she's biracial? But Check my, that on you. My grandmother, who who she's gone now, but she had like you could walk in her cupboard. Yeah. And I was like, yo, it used to be just food. And I'm like, mom, yeah. well, how come options? We didn't get yeah. this part of the white privilege. It comes with white DNA. Yeah, but we, as a single parent yeah. family, you get, you we get just stuff. had that. We, yeah. we just had, like I didn't get any benefits of my white privilege. So in fact, the people I want to speak to the white privilege office, I'm half white. So if I could get my half of the white privileges, I'm over. I don't deny just it. Just the 50%. Just, hey, just, I don't even have all to get the whole fit. thing. Hey, we can start with your 25. Yeah. And see what I do with that. Yeah. You know and, if I, and if I show and up. if I earn. Yeah, and I earn the right. The rest of my white privilege. I just won't. Hey, because the only people that remind me that I'm half white is black people. Like, nobody white has ever been like, hey, you're half white. Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I'm just saying I embrace it. I don't deny it. But y'all the ones make me to feel most black. And I would just appreciate if y'all just. I just want, like I said, I don't need, I only have. Just start 25%. 25%. I think that's fair. That, that and I actually think you would do well with that 25%. You do? Yeah, get get a good loan. So he advocate, on time. advocating on my You pay behalf. that loan on time. Hey, send And even if, you, even if you were going to default, your wife wouldn't let you. <laughs> your wife is by the rules. Your wife plays by the rules. Hey, let me tell Shout you. Shout out to Marie Hunter. I didn't have no credit or no bank account before I met my She wife. got you together. Yeah, she got she got my whole. Did she get you the product you put in your hair? You Because you came in here. No, I got a You came in here product. with the Heidi Heidi Ho. <laughs> I got a because of the product. <laughs> you came in, boy, because of the product? Yeah. So you had the product. Oh, yeah, I had the product. Now, that, that, that was the one thing. I, that's why my priorities were messed up. Yeah, facts. You know, she always, <laughs> I wasn't eating, yeah. but my hair looked good. So, I, so, so full disclosure, I'll get my check from his father. And I would get, sign it over to Marie, and she would cash it. That's how I would cash my check. Wow! <laughs> shout out to shout out to my dad. Yeah, shout out to Phil. Rest in peace. I want to talk about. We got to get into some NFL though. All right. Uh, let's talk about the Rams because they seem to be in a little bit of a nosedive right now. So when they got my man from uh, Von Miller, yes, and, and they got Odell, it was like, okay, cool. Go ahead, put them in the championship. It's all love. It's all good. But no. No, not even. And it's it's, it's interesting because it, it not Von Miller as much, but Odell seems to bring a cloud of losing with him. <laughs> you know, I was trying to think of a better word, but like he brings the now I'm not saying it's because of him. I'm just saying he brings it because I think. That obviously, it's not even a thing. When Odell's on the field, he plays hard. Like he's not half-assing on routes. No, uh, he, he does drop some balls. Up. He, he run blocks. Yes, um, Odell is not. I mean, but it just seems wherever he comes, it just seems like. I mean, how you gonna be O and three since he like, got there? O and but here's here's a couple things too. That's three losses in a row. That's defense. I'm, I'm not a mathematician. No, but the defense is giving up a lot of points. If I have a defense with with Aaron Donald, Von Miller. And and Ramsey, Jalen Ramsey, Jalen Ramsey, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be giving up thirty. And Leonard Floyd, Leonard Floyd shouldn't be giving up thirty a game. But here's the thing that you might be maybe hadn't thought about that I thought about. I got a stat. This stat lines matter, right? We like stats. Blood stats, boy. Matt Stafford nine and seventy one against winning teams in his career. That's not high. That's low. That's very low. That's very low. 
Nine and seventy-one, and it continues in the Rams uniform. He came out on fire though. He I did. Think, he did. Uh, he came out looking like. See, this is what I've, I've been trying to tell you. Yeah. I know that was the narrative. Like they would hold me back. Yeah, but now I'm here. Yeah. Now y'all really finna see what I'm supposed to have been doing. So let me see where the Ram where the Rams defense rank right now overall. I'm not sure. All right, so they're middle, the middle of the road. They're giving up 351 yards a game, 247 pass, and 100 yards rushing. They're giving up 24 points per game. But it's been worse since Von Miller since, arrived. Since they're since they're the Pro Bowl edition. Exactly. Yeah, they're actually in the bottom of the league. Uh, in the in the bottom portion of the league, uh, points given up. Yeah, they're like they're like twenty second. Yeah, I'm looking at this. They have time. They have time to write the ship because I definitely think they're all in. Oh yeah, well, they've gone all like in. Yeah. Uh, and so they got time, and you know they they look they look like they're gonna make the playoffs, but you don't know. Yeah. So three straight games, uh, twenty eight or more. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and against offenses who. You, I mean, the 49ers got a good offense. It's not a great offense. No. The Titans have a good offense. Right. But without, you know, well, without Julio and without Derrick Henry. Yeah. I mean, you know. Like, why? Now, the Pack, they got all. Yeah, the Pack going pack, pack, pack pack to get 30. But, but, uh, but. Whoever. But to your point, when they, the, the first, I believe, six games of the season, they, they don't, they, they give it up 14, 24, 24, 20, 17, 11, and 19. Yeah, that's, that's so good. So, if that's you're giving up sub 20. Step twenty is amazing yeah. in in twenty twenty one. Yeah, yeah, and that's not Matthew Stafford's fault. What is part of his responsibility is uh, sixteen points against the Titans in their last three games. Sixteen points, ten points against the Niners, and twenty eight points against the Pack. So that's not that bad. But, yeah, but, and yeah. taking care of the football too. Um, the team that shares that stadium is also having some uh, issues, and that quarterback that everybody loves. Um, and 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 listen, he's good. Herbert, Herbert, yeah, Herbert, Herbert. They still sharing the stadium. Yeah, so far. I, ain't, I thought yeah. they had their own by now. He's got that's probably as many part of the problem. He's got as many interceptions this year as he had all last year. I, I did not know. Yeah, that. I did not know. You now he just hit me with a stat because stat lines matter. <laughs> stat lines matter. Um, the question that I have because everybody I, and I said this and 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 I know I was being a little like. A little difficult when I said it, trying to be trying to hot take it. But Anthony Lynn took so much heat last year for his game management, and he deserved to get that. His game management was below average. Right. But I always said, how come he doesn't get any credit for why we all like Herbert? Because he's an offensive coach. Yeah, yeah. That how come he didn't get any credit for why he was playing well, and now? They brought in this new, you know, they brought in the old coordinator, I believe, from New Orleans. And it's like it was supposed to go to another level and they were supposed to be competitive. And they are competitive in ways that they were not last year. But his play has slipped a little bit. Is that what is that due to? Was it would it have gone that way if Anthony Lynn was still there? I don't know if it, like I'm looking at it. He's he's also thrown 24 touchdowns. He threw 31 the, all of 30 them. last year. Yeah. So he's so he's so he's he's ahead out, of he's outpacing the yeah. touchdown, the touchdown piece. And if you look at, you know, the last – they haven't scored any less than 25 points since week three. Yeah. So, Oh, he get points. No, actually, no, that's wrong. No, no, no. They scored only six against – they scored six against the Ravens. In their last game, they only scored 13. So that's wrong. Yeah. But um, but I think 
you know, I, look. These the when you get when you get a new when you get a new coach, and you know, Anthony Anthony Lynn. Mm-hmm. Uh, you and I talked about Anthony Lynn and the the heartbreak that he went through in a couple of seasons with the with the uh, the kicker mm-hmm. and uh you know missing uh missing those missing a lot of those kicks at the end. Um, I think that uh our guy up in Cleveland before the other Hugh. three coaches Hugh went through yeah, the same sort of yeah. heartbreak. Yeah. Um, it, I, it's one of those things I think where you look at kind of like Harbaugh. You have to if you if you if you look at why a team is winning, why they're losing, and if you can take out the fan pressure, mm-hmm. do you really believe that this is the guy? I think a lot of times teams make moves based on other influences outside of what, you know, that the coach 100%. is actually capable of. Yeah. So, you know, at the beginning of the day, I think you have to now, I I don't share this about Harbaugh. I, I don't. I don't. I'm not buying this year at all. But, right. But that's besides the point. That, yeah. You know, they're looking at the. You know, you're looking at okay, wins and losses and et cetera. But I think you have to look at does this guy have the support of the locker room? Does this guy right the culture? Know, are they? Are, right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I, I'm a I'm an Anthony Lynn guy. Uh, but he did he did have some pretty questionable calls. At yeah. The I mean, his game management was below average. But other coaches have been too. The thing that I look at, and just clicking back to Matt Stafford for a second, I don't think there would be a black quarterback, no matter what stats he had, (laughs) that would be allowed to be 9-71 and against winning teams. That's that's an 80-game sample size. I don't think a Jameis Winston, who may be similar in comp, like in terms of volume of yards and touchdowns, but not equating to winning. Right. They pull a plug on him well before an eighty game sample size could be yeah, put and, together. I mean they pulled it on him. He had numbers that were actually better than Peyton Manning's after five seasons. Right. So, you know And that's kind of my point. It's kinda yeah. like, eh, you gotta go. Yeah. But with Matt, it's like it's everyone else's fault. It was coaching. I actually heard someone say this. This is true. I can't I wish I could put the call the guy out. But they said, you know, now that he's with the Rams, he finally has some playmakers. I'm going, he had Calvin Johnson, who went into the Hall of Fame younger and quicker than any other wide receiver in the history of the game. True. What are you talking about weapons? But he put up numbers with Calvin. Exactly. And he still didn't win. Yeah. But to say that, oh, now he's got weapons, none of the weapons he has now are better than Calvin Johnson. They're not no. as a, a, in, in, a, in a, but across the board. He might have a better coach. He got better weapons though, with the Cooper Cup and the Van and the uh, well, Robert Woods is hurt now, but uh, Van Jefferson, Daryl Henderson. But Van Jefferson, those guys just got there. I'm just, I'm saying, but he just got there. Yeah, and they and they struggling. <laughs> he, just, he just got there. I, I still. It looked like the same thing to me. I still like, I still like the Rams to to make some noise in the playoffs. They got there's time. I will say that I'm not, I'm not hitting the button, but I'm just pointing that and, out. And the Rams have the seventh, they have the seventh, uh, seventh offense in the league. Chargers yeah. right behind them. Yeah. So they both got two top ten offenses. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, look, they're gonna they gonna do what they're gonna do, but you gotta win. You gotta win, baby. Yeah, because they're all in. The defense, they didn't gave up, they don't have no first round pick until 2030, something like that. <laughs> like that, like no, it's literally something like that. Um I mean, you, I mean, but they I mean they went, they swung for the fences. They did with these, with these two. I mean, I guess, but then but you gotta be careful. You know, this is kind of like the same thing that the uh the Eagles did a few seasons ago when they brought in 
uh, Namde Asamoa. They brought in all yes. those guys. Like, you have to also, like, is this guy going to be good for our culture? Is this guy going right. to be good for – I understand what he brings talent-wise. Right. Right. But and, – and they're a little bit more, I think, uh, cognizant of it in the NBA because the rosters are so much smaller. Mm-hmm. And you have to play offense and defense. Yeah. But in the NFL, you know, I believe when you bring in a personality as big as Odell Beckham's, you just have to do a little bit more vetting uh, on the front, particularly when your offense was already rolling. Right. So Right. Um, in that same division, Seattle is in a free fall. And the word is that there's conflict. And I think we knew a little bit about this in the offseason. It's conflict between Russ and the coach. Russ is not playing well. Shout out to Russ. Shout out to Russ. Uh, but he's not playing well. But yeah. he has a bad finger, and he probably should have stayed out longer. They, they I think they rushed him back. They ru- I mean, And he might have rushed himself back. I think, yeah, I think they rushed him back. And, I mean, you know, you still look at his numbers. He's still 12 touchdowns, three interceptions, uh, and he's completing 65% of his You think passes. he's going to be there next year? 33 years old. Yeah, I think he'll be there because I think they'll get rid of Pete beforehand. You think so? Yeah, I don't think you look. Look, look, look at who him. runs that team. Look, look, look. I don't think you. If you are, if you're the GM, whoever he is, I'm not picking the 70 year old coach, right, over my MVP facts. Super Bowl quarterback. Big facts. Like I'm not, I'm not doing that. Not to mention, if you look at who Pete was in the NFL before he made the acute and apt switch to yeah. go from Matt Flynn yeah. to Russell Wilson in the offseason when they just signed Matt Flynn to that big contract. Yeah. I mean, he had been fired twice. Yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm rocking with – and then if you also look at the reason why they've particularly been bad the last two seasons, it's been because of the defense. Defense being – the defense has been I, – I know – I played daily fantasy. I know to pick on the Seahawks defense. You know, particularly their secondary has been atrocious. Yeah. So – Yo, for me, I'm and you just signed him to. I mean, look, there's gonna there'll be a they'll, if they want to let go of Russell Wilson and stick with with Pete. Hey, be my I, guess, I will say this though: they bring you, bring Russell to the Falcons. I'll be back. You talk about uh, fan pressure when there was discussion of him leaving. Fans were like, "Be out." Was that the sentiment? Yes. Wow. I guess maybe because it was like what two years ago. Maybe no, I that was last that. year. But I thought I thought he was in the middle of trying to get that contract, and we were actually no. That's what I'm it. saying. He got the contract, and people were like, "We overpaid him." And then when the Bears, when he listed the Bears, New Orleans, uh, the Raiders, and someone else as trade possible trade, because this is before we got Fields, they were like, "Cool, be gone." Three first rounders. They wanted. They were like, "Go." Hey. Let me tell you. Yeah, let me tell you something. And I, and I remember that now. You bring you you bring it back. <laughs> you jogging my memory a little. I'm like, hey, it, why the Falcons ain't in this? Why can't you don't want to get Rich? You know, uh, 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 Sierra from yeah, she from the A. Like yeah. you, you can bring her on home. Bring you bring that boy on home. Bring mm-hmm. him with you. You know, bring, yeah. bring 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 on bring your husband on home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bring him home. Yeah, bring him on through the door. Yeah, I mean, look, I I have my feelings about that. Uh, which are uh, pretty, uh, probably will be called polarizing at best. Yes. <laughs> um, but I, I do think in the end, if you're a football guy and you you realize you don't pick the 70 year old coach. That's that's real. Over your NF your MVP your Super Bowl taking you to two Super Bowls. Yeah. And 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 he's falling into perp. I mean, he's a he's a, a really good leader. He's a guy that ain't never giving you no trouble. And he hasn't been hurt until this and, year. Yeah, I mean, and it's 
he kind of need your fingers to throw. Yeah. And he came back. Yeah. You know, and he came back. And he probably shouldn't have, but he did come back. So, uh, last game, um, 20 for 31. Uh, He's missing some guys. Yeah. He's missing. Did you you watch the game? I watched probably eight minutes. He's missing some guys. He missed some guys that last game. And I think, so I did hear the, I did hear, and I watched the press conference. I don't know why I did that. But, you know, Pete Carroll said as much. You know, like, hey, we miss yeah. guys. Yeah. yeah. I, I would say this. protect. I'll tell you, <laughs> I don't usually miss Monday Night Football, but I'm not going to lie. I did not watch the game because I was watching um, – I was in the middle of a meltdown. My coach, uh, Brian Kelly, uh, who had been the coach for Notre Dame for 12 seasons. Right, five straight 10-win seasons. Five straight 10-win seasons uh, on the brink – of possibly three uh, playoff appearances in four seasons, up and left to dip out to go coach in Baton Rouge, uh, the LSU Tigers. So when all that was breaking, I was watching. Uh, was I was watching Iris Breakdown? Shout, shout out to Brian Driscoll and Vince Daddario. Uh, they do a great job on Irish Breakdown. I'm a big fan of that Daddario. show. Daddario. Vince Daddario. What is that? That's his name. Yeah, this is so Daddario. He doesn't talk like that, but it does sound like Daddario. Yeah. But shout out to Vince and uh and uh We're and, talk and to Notre Dame football. Exactly. I mean, we got on Zimakowski, special guest Zimakowski. That that would be hot. Like Zimakowski actually would be hot. They need to get him on. We have all guys whose last name end in vowels. <laughs> But they were covering it like like wall to wall, gavel to gavel. So I was watching them. It's big news though. Yeah, it was big news, especially and, uh, if you're that's your show, like you. Like, yeah, no, like they had um, they had like two thousand people in the chat. Wow, like it was going crazy. What's the normal? Three hundred, three four hundred. Yeah, that's the people had, had they like. Well, I need to get on here. Yeah, no, nah, people had people <laughs> going to be heard. They want to be heard. My voice. Yes. Um. So that happened, and there was. So there's so much to unpack there. I think leaving the team before even the playoff positioning was announced. He was me was and recruiting. Important. He was, was important. leaving somebody's house. Uh, I know guys, coaches were leaving people's houses and their phone were going off. Um, but it happens. And I don't think you can leave a program like that and not have it be a little wonky. So I'm not going to hold that against Kelly. There's a lot of Notre Dame Nation that's mad. I'm not. Kelly put us back on the map. The relationship was mutually beneficial. Kyle Hamilton feels the way you feel. Too. Yeah. The, it, 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 it was mutually beneficial. I don't have anything against him. We're in good shape. We're in much better shape than we were when he took that program over. Yeah. Um, and I think if I, this may not quell or pacify the uh, make the Notre Dame fans feel any better, but from what I understand, he was frustrated with the administration for not being able to get certain guys in. Mm-hmm. He wanted, you know, he, I mean, yes, you can probably win another 10 games in with that schedule and with the talent that he's getting. But every time they got in the playoffs and you faced a team that didn't have those academic restrictions, yeah. like Clemson's and, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't really much of a contest. And if he wants, if, as a coach, if you want to see what you can be, Without, you know, being able, you know, having the, I mean, because though Brian and and Lou Holtz had the same issues, you know, trying to get guys in, yeah. you know, with the administration and like you know, because th- th- these guys they, they don't necessarily 
share your football interest in whole. Like a lot of the athletes that come to Notre Dame, yeah, they like they like football, but they also yeah. like Notre Dame. Yeah. When you get a guy The guys who come to Notre Dame yeah. literally come for Notre Dame. You you get a guy, but the guys go to LSU, go to Georgia, those yeah. are football decisions. Yeah. These these guys are coming there to play yeah. football. Yeah. So, you know, he's gonna be able to go to a it's, it's pros and cons, you know. Yeah, you're going to be able to get whoever you want. You don't even have to leave leave Louisiana. Not games. really. You know, uh, but you got to play Alabama every year now. Yeah. You know? you know, so, so yes, you'll have, you got, you know, you got, you're going to be able to get your pick for pretty much who you want per capita. Last time I, I believe it was last time I, I saw it was 2020, LSU had the most Division One college football players per capita, not mm-hmm. overall. Right. So, you don't, he doesn't even have to leave the state if he don't want to. Mm-hmm. So Texas next door, Texas next door. I mean, in the South, you yeah. do. And then, you know, Hey, look here. Hey, I ain't saying what I'm saying, but I'm just saying they want somebody. They're going to make it happen. Yeah. You know? So, uh, yes, you get, you get that, but you, but he's going to get a chance to actually see like, okay, I want a roster similar to Alabama. I want to, but here, but I'm going to tell you the problem though, that he's going to run into. Saban, Dabo Sweeney, um, Kirby, Kirby for sure. Um, what's my guy at A and M? Oh, Jimbo. Jimbo. Yeah. They recruit hard, and you go Oklahoma. And now you got Oklahoma, and, and I, Texas. that's going to be a disaster for those two teams. We'll come to that later. Um, but those guys recruit hard. Brian Kelly's a lazy recruiter. He's a lazy recruiter. He don't like to talk to the players. He don't like to do in homes. You got to do that shit in the SEC. Yeah. But if you, you got could, to. But you look at, I think maybe he looked at Ed Orgeron, a guy who can't coach his way out of a weapon. But he's a great yeah. recruiter. He's a great recruiter. Yeah. But you go, man, I mean, he won one. You know? Of course. At but, LSU. You know but I mean? here's the problem. And you still got to go recruit. But you That's think, the Why do you think Florida fell off? But Brian be, Kelly, what, I mean, you weren't happy with what he was doing up at ND recruiting? I mean, we'll look at what it, look at what's improved. Our hall that's coming, our linebacker hall that's coming this year, which will be the number one linebacker hall if we keep the class together, that's Marcus Freeman. Marcus the Freeman did that. Yeah, yeah. coordinator. So, like, do you, would you want not to switch gears, but just a slight switching of the gears? Do you want? Would you be happy with the promotion? Oh, absolutely. You, to me, there's one. For me, it's one option. But there's a lot of guys. This is the year to lose your coach. Because there's a lot of guys that can step right in. Luke Fickle's one of those guys. Yeah, there's but a lot to of me, guys that can come in and y'all gonna yeah, be just you'll be fine. fine. But I think what Marcus Freeman gives you, and I know he's young, 35 years old, dynamic recruiter, ties to the Midwest, uh, Ohio guy from Cincinnati. Um, but he's really relatable. And you got recruits. I know you're not you're not in the Notre Dame Twitter world, but you have a guy where all of the recruits are going, make him the coach. Yeah. All the players are going, make him the coach. Yeah. I think it's a, it's him. For me, it's Stoops. If you want to go like CEO, like kind of replace a Kelly. Yeah. Then you go Stoops. Because Stoops will know who to get. He'll know the coordinators got respect. For me, I think it's Fickle and Brian Brom like neck and neck. I think I think for me you go Freeman because he's all he, there's nothing to get used to like Stoops. Yes, he's an Oklahoma. Yeah, no, yeah, it's I, like a reset. I get who I want. Yeah, you know what I mean. But it's a but, reset. But you still have to deal with those academic restrictions, and you so you can we address that? But with Freeman, can we address that? Go, go on in the car. Say how you feel. I don't <laughs> say how you feel. Tell the tell the people you coming home. Uh, <laughs> no, 
I I think that's a lot of I think that's a lot of um there's a lot of hype there. Well, this is the report coming from your man, uh the the uh the quarterback that uh is on now, the young the younger looking dude. Quinn? Yes. Yeah, I mean, listen, I think there was some frustration between him and the administration. I, no, I think there's frustration because I think he wants to he is he's got an ego and in in at in the state of Alabama they're gonna feed it in LSU. Yeah, I'm about to say in the state of Alabama, Saban runs the state, the school, Dabo runs South Carolina. You're not gonna do that at Notre Dame. You think you Father think, Jenkins runs Notre you think Dame. They say we can free the black people in Alabama. We're not even going don't get me started. <laughs> I don't even know. Black Alabama should have the smallest black population in the, in the country. In Mississippi. In Mississippi, yeah. right behind it. Don't get me started on why black people still live in those states. Um <laughs> unless you play. Unless yeah, unless you <laughs> like getting a check. <laughs> which I'm sure Saban is making sure happens for his blue chippers. Anyways, um, no, listen, I think you can recruit. That's why I think it's sometimes this idea that you can't recruit at Notre Dame. I think the, the type of athlete that Notre Dame can get sort of identifies himself because he has to be a little bit serious about academics. So when we come in, it's kind of like we know which guy is our guy. Yeah. But this notion that those guys can't ball, I'm not buying that. Kyle Hamilton can ball. He's going top five in the draft this year. Cormora would have gone top 10, top 15 if he hadn't had a uh, – a hard thing that popped up on his uh, in his physical, but he went in the second round. He's playing out of his mind for Cleveland in the secondary. We get players. Our, just because you're smart, don't mean you can't ball. But top to bottom, the rosters aren't like those. Of course not. Guys. Of and course, so now of he's course not. Get a chance to get that. But you gotta go. It's a much. But now when he, he goes be throughout able the, to get, you know, he's gonna uh, be the able, coldest. He, no, <laughs> but to the be, coldest ain't come to be able to get. Yeah, to be able to. Right, get. right. Doesn't mean you're gonna get him yeah. because you gotta go work yeah. to get him and go ask the coaches at Florida. The coldest to ever do it. Yeah, right. but at, at the coaches at Florida and Florida State, they're in a talent rich state as well. They don't get no recruits no more. Interesting, right? And they haven't been to the CFP and exactly. It was, it was, was it before Jameis? J- yeah, I don't even know. Yeah, yeah, that was BC. I think that was BCS. But yeah. to your point, it's competitive. Yeah, and you got teams like Notre Dame that come in. You got teams like Ohio State that come in and get guys. So it is. It's not this thing that it used to be, where it's like, oh, the school recruit itself. You still got to go sit in the living room. I don't think Kelly gonna do that. He, we well, well, and I'm not gonna diss him. I understand why you went, and don't discount the hundred million dollars. Like I would leave for that ninety five, but you, but I don't think I'd like, leave my family for a hundred. No, I'm just kidding. I'm finna leave for a hundred million dollars. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, like, don't discount that. They saw their guy. They went for it. They made him an offer. I would have took it. Well, from what I understand, it was one of those things where uh, that uh, they that. LSU didn't think he was on the table. Yeah. And uh I guess there was some 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 stuff that went on with Lincoln Riley that uh they had some USC I guess maybe had there was some interest there or could have been some interest there and LSU was like, "Wait a minute, if he's willing to leave for USC, right. Then why don't we see if we can you know, I think I he should have like if you're going to leave Notre Dame, maybe he just did it out of respect because they're a rival, but I would have took the USC job over LSU. It's a it, theoretically it's, it's a clear path. Yeah. It's a clear path. Yeah, yeah clear path well, to prominence. Well, well, yeah, and you don't want to. 
Like, I don't want to. If I can choose USC, and then you think about then look at their schedule next year. They don't play Oregon. They yeah. don't play Washington. And 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 really, the, the if you're a they coach, got, they got Notre Dame at home. Yeah, yeah, we play Notre. We go out there yeah. at the end so, of the season. So no, and and I think I think if you are recruiting, which is where the game is really played, it's Oregon and you. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. On the West Coast. Yeah, yeah, and and then and then again, you don't have to leave that state. Yeah, you don't. Well, like like I believe Pete Carroll's motto was. We're only leaving the state if we think that this guy can be a first round pick. Yeah. That's and that's what he did. Yeah. Like even when it didn't work out, like Vidal Hazelton and guys like that, I think Brian they went Cushing. To, that yeah. they went to Jersey and yeah. Florida and got those guys. Makes sense. Chris, was it Chris not was it, it was, bro. Which one was uh he's huge. That was um Was it Chris Gallippo? Chris Gallippo. Okay. Yeah. Goodness. Yeah. I mean they had some you know, they had some misses, but those what guys a, still what a name. They still showed up at SC. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they didn't necessarily Go pro, but they still balled at SC. But they're still there, and they're still with top. You know, Taylor Mays. These guys are still top flight guys. Yeah, that, that every everybody wanted. Yeah, no doubt. Like, I, and everybody's not going to pan out. No, listen. I think, like I said before, and I led this out by saying, I think uh, I'm happy for Brian. Get your money. Take care of your family. Take care of your grandkids. That's a bag that nobody's going to walk away from. I'm not. You're not. Um, I'm as a person to it, and particularly as a person who represents talent. I would have been behind the scenes trying to figure it out for Brian because Brian's 60, 60 or 61 years old. And if you don't take ND to a championship, then your value starts to tip this way. Having had that five seasons of 10 wins on the brink of the playoffs, you ran through your schedule, you had one hiccup. With a, and this was supposed to be a rebuild for us. Correct. This supposed to be a reload, and you you about to be in the playoffs. We're not going to be in the playoffs. Put it this way: we we need chaos, and they're still not going to put us in. They'll put, they might put a three loss Ole Miss team in before they put us in. It'd be so much nonsense. That's just your emotions talking. No, it's not. It is. Okay, so ask, answer me this question. I will. Why did Wisconsin drop ten spots out of the top twenty-five with a loss to Minnesota, who's eight and four on the road? I using a lot of big words. Okay. To simply to devalue our resume. <laughs> so, okay. I didn't know you were going to go there. I didn't know you were going to go Well, I'm, I'm asking you the question. Have you seen a team in the college football playoff rankings this year have a 10-spot drop on a 10-point loss on the road to an 8-4 team? No, they I dropped from 15 I out of the 25. I don't 25. think it's happened. I don't think it's happened. So, no. Yeah, I mean, I, I would like to just disagree. Just Well, and, and then on the flip side, to give you the converse, to protect Alabama's resume, A&M stays in the top 25 at 25, having lost two out of their last three games with that last loss to LSU, a 6-16 six and six team that lost their coach three weeks ago. That is true. But, okay, so you don't think if – if Cincinnati loses to Baylor, and Cincinnati don't play Baylor, Cincinnati who they play? Houston. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Houston. So Cincinnati plays Houston. Houston is ranked 21. 21. 21. If if Cincinnati loses to Houston and who, who else? Michigan would need to lose to Iowa. Michigan lose to Iowa, y'all in. But here's the problem. What? Iowa's not gonna blow nobody out. Okay. If so Georgia, it's going to be a close Georgia game. Beat, Georgia beat Alabama. If Michigan lose to Iowa and Cincinnati lose to Houston, you're in. See, I don't think so, and I'm going to tell you why. That's, that's, that's the perfect let me, let, Well, No, I mean, yeah, that's a perfect argument for me. That's the only chance I got. 
But I'll say this. What the committee has done by moving the teams around the way they did, Purdue's out of the top 25, Wisconsin's out of the top 25. Those are two best wins, resume wins. And so if you can say, oh, Notre Dame doesn't have a win against a ranked team, that's a shot against us. True. Yeah. To not go in over a two-loss Alabama team. But then you got A&M that's barely hanging on. You have Arkansas that's in the 20s, which is one of their wins, right? So in a way, they're not helping Alabama at the top, but you're helping them by keeping that narrative in place. Yeah, because I think Alabama's strength of schedule is 22 right now. Yeah. Which is the highest of all the teams in the – Yeah. And it's going to even get stronger this weekend. No, of course. But if you you lose in the games, if you lost to A&M and they're not – and, and that becomes part of the resume. You lost to an unranked team, yeah, which they should be. And then they lost. They dropped ten spots though. Who did? A uh, and M to twenty four. Or is it twenty four or twenty five? They shouldn't even be there. They dropped twenty five. They were ranked fifteen. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but I, they still like, they dropped ten spots though. Right, but I I make I contend that they shouldn't be there because that loss was worse than Wisconsin's loss. Who Wisconsin lose to? Minnesota on the road by 10. That's the only loss? No. Oh, I finna say. But they lost to an 8 and 14. Right. Texas A&M lost to a 6 and 16. Which was LSU. Yes. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? So, I do. Okay. And and the other thing they say is a factor is how you're playing. How you're playing in November. Okay. Do you Alabama think- has 3 one touchdown victories? And an overtime victory against a but it's uh, gonna be hard to drop game. them when they've been they started out what ranked number one in the country mm-hmm. and they got one loss like well I'm saying if they no of course if they win they're gonna yeah. stay but I'm saying if they lose they're making the argument to keep them above a Notre Dame one loss by by controlling the bottom and they and they and, beat, and by, by by maintaining their resume so they be yeah okay that's true you understand what I'm saying yeah. so okay do you think that Oh, not I'm about to say Ole Miss. <laughs> Do you think that Notre Dame bears some responsibility for this for not joining the ACC football in the football? I mean, I, I I think that's what I think that's the punitive nature of what's going on. I mean, yeah, I think. So you think it's punitive? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Like I think I think th- that's what this thing is going to be about. Right. And when we expand, like I t- I tell my Notre Dame people this: when we expand to a twelve-team playoff. It's good. We'll have to have, theoretically, three losses to not make that. Right. But we're never going to get no love on the seating. Watch. Yeah, but you'll be in. We'll be in, but it'll be like every year, like, oh, y'all got Bama in the first round. Oh, y'all <laughs> got Georgia in the first round. Like, we're never going to get – they've already said that one of the stipulations is we're never getting a bye, which means we'll never get a home game or anything even regionally close to us. But, I listen, I'm not like most Notre Dame fans. I don't have a problem with getting in the conference, especially the ACC, because we trucked them. Yeah. yeah. Like, nothing. Yeah. And and, nor- and normally that would put you against Clemson. Yeah, and I'm fine which, with that. Which, yeah, well, I'm saying that's a quality. I mean, yeah. if you need something to yeah. vault you in. You have the game in place yeah. 100%. And it would be not – it's not Clemson's fault that Miami and Florida State – haven't been able to get their act together. Like sure. they should, that league should be better. Stinks. In theory. But I listen, I'd rather see us, if we're gonna go here, I'd rather see us make a our own conference, grab Penn State, 
get them out the Big Ten. We're going to create our own shit. We're create our own shit. <laughs> like, that us. Like, go get Miami. You know what I mean? Like, go get, like, put, put it together. But, hey, that might be kind of hot, though. Yeah. Like, if you could get Notre Dame, Penn State, Miami, who else? Pitt. Pitt now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you try to get some teams that, you know, got a little bit of name. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. You just try to get the big dog. You get, they, I, have the, they have the blue blood pedigree. Nebraska. Right. Because if. Help them get their act as together. As soon as Miami starts winning again, it's going to yes. be like, oh, yeah. Miami. Exactly. Back, you know? Exactly. You know, and that's a, you know, as opposed to like, like somebody like a, like Georgia who hasn't won a national championship since 1980. Yeah. Like, I still think that a team like Miami's brand is still stronger than a Georgia who hasn't won since 1980 because well because it's, it's more to me it's like this is more that like the helmet the uniform it's more recent they have more better brand except like this if you take it down this year oh yeah that's over yeah, 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 yeah. it's then it's like because georgia's been a top five program for a long time, a long time yeah. without the hardware yeah 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 that's true how do you feel as a georgia fan what kind of pressure are you feeling right now as you go into sec championship uh, you I don't. Tight? No, 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 no. Okay, you feel so, good. You tight? <laughs> no, no. I, you know, I'm more excited than I thought I would be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do. Th- I like Bama to win the game. Um, I think that. I think. You give particularly. We talked about the way Alabama's been playing, and it hasn't been what, what you normally would see. Well, against I guess against. Let me. Let me I want to look at this real quick. Obviously, against. Um, against. Did you watch the Auburn game? No, I was at the stadium. I mean, I was at, I was at my son's basketball game. They look like crap. Yes, but oh, just a week ago, 42 points against Arkansas. And the week that was before three that, weeks ago because the week before that, they played New Mexico State. No, they played New Mexico State before. Oh. No, right, it's right here. So they played Arkansas a week ago or two weeks ago. Okay, New Mexico, New Mexico State, State came before that. Okay. Right. So my point, my point is, is that this is going to be the toughest offense that Georgia has faced by far. And anyone mm-hmm. knows. And I think that Nick Saban is actually a real underdog. He ain't been an underdog in a long time. Right. So you, so everybody, so all you're hearing, like you can actually, you can actually, t- Nick Saban can actually tell his players, yeah, turn TV on. Yeah. <laughs> like he doesn't have to quiet the noise about how right. great, nobody's telling them how great they are. What everybody's saying is, is trying to give reasons why they need to be out. So, so the, he doesn't have to create any false narratives this week. He doesn't have to try to get anybody's attention. He doesn't have to keep away from the distractions. So you're looking at a guy who has done it before. So his mm-hmm. muscle memory is there. The winning is there. They so you think it's all X factors? Yeah. Well, I think that I think that given the fact that Georgia hasn't had to face an offense like this, and yes, the X factors matter to me in this one because I think that. When you have Nick Saban, who, like I said, is not, he has rarely been in this spot. It's been years since he's been in this spot. Yeah. He's not going to have to get his guys' attention. Everybody's gonna, This is going to be the best week. I, I've been saying for a long time, ever since they lost to Texas A&M, that the week of the SEC championship, that, that might be the best week of practice preparation that Alabama has had since Nick Saban has been there. But I what think, y'all going to do? I think they're going to be well, How y'all going to practice? I think they're going to be locked in, too. But I also, I mean, you think... You because they have not faced a defense. If they were having problems with Auburn... Yeah. And they were... On the road, in the Iron Bowl, 
Well, they coming to Georgia to play. I'm just saying they're coming. They're not coming to Athens. They're coming to but Atlanta. They, we coming in the state of and, Georgia in a place that they beat us all the time, like all the time. This ain't that. This is exactly that. No, this, this ain't that. This is the scene of the crime. No, this is the opponent. No, you know what I'm saying. This is no. You, no, 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 no. Look, like we scared to point them out in the lineup. Can they see us? Can Yo, they, can they? <laughs> is that is that glass? <laughs> yes. Can you do this glass? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's him. Yeah. Um. Know. Nah, man. Listen, I think that. I mean, put it this way, y'all got to prove it. That's what I'm saying. Now, okay. Here's the thing. Okay, so let me let me expound on my point just a little bit further. So I like I like I like Alabama money line. It's six and a half. I don't know if the lines move. Uh, I like the Alabama money line, but for they're the, the dog. Alabama they're is, a touchdown dog. Yeah, six and a half. Wow. So uh, and like I said, that was that, shit. I that, like Alabama. I like Alabama the number. Yeah, that that. <laughs> I that think was, the number. <laughs> okay, so I'm, I'm, let me look at it real quick. Just one more. Yeah, it's still six and a half. Yeah. Over. I buy. I buy it up to six to seven. Over under forty nine. Okay, and so yes, this is not our. Don't bet invest show, but that's yeah. coming. Okay, so for the very same reason, though, I would probably take Georgia in the rematch if they met again in the national championship, which which could happen if Alabama wins. Because but, because everybody been talking about Alabama don't even just, like they don't deserve to be there. So now you get your chance against the no, number no, no, one no, opponent. Time out, time out, time out. See, I I don't know about this narrative of Alabama don't deserve to be there. I think it comes down to if they lose, they're out. And the chatter I hear is, if they lose, do they still deserve to be in? And then the answer is no. So it's not that they don't deserve to be in with one loss. It's people are saying they don't deserve to be in with two. Okay. So okay. Yeah. And, and okay. So yes, I've been hearing more of that. Yeah. So okay. So so, having said that, what we ain't gonna there won't be a second loss. Should be is what you're practicing for. Of course. It ain't gonna be no second loss. But what y'all and practicing you, for? We practicing to exercise, you know, vanquish, the, and and uh, and literally put a hole in them, so you don't have to face them. Correct. The yes, and th- that's what I. That's I'm what coaching. I'm coaching. That's what I want to see. This is the playoff. Yeah. Oh. This is oh, the first week of the playoff. Yeah. Yeah. Playoffs. This is yeah. it right here for sure. So. And if you get them out of the tournament, yeah, yeah. you have to love your chances. Oh. Now looking at yes. Notre Dame as a pot, like that would be the outside, Oklahoma State or anybody. Cincinnati in the four spot. Anybody. Anybody. Those are the four spots. Anybody, it could, it could it's, be. It's, it's Oklahoma State, anybody. Notre Dame, or Cincinnati. Anybody. anybody. Those are the three possibilities. You get you get Alabama out, then and then you're looking at Michigan potentially if whoever. they win. Yeah. You know what I mean? Bring on whoever. Yeah, I mean, put it this way: you guys are without peer after after Alabama. After after Alabama, and in theory, in theory, and yeah. and, and, and to Georgia's credit, right? They've been up by double digits. Every time they played Alabama outside of the Mark Rick years. Yeah. Actually, they were up double digits because when Alec Ogletree blocked the punt to get back for a touchdown, that's when I thought we were going to win. We were yeah. up, I believe, 11 or th- 11 yeah. or it was 11 or 13. I can't remember. It wasn't 12. Anyway, point is, point is, Kirby Smart has had his former mentor, his former employer, his former boss on the ropes every single year that they've met, which I believe is only twice. Yeah. Uh, every single year they met twice. Um, now it's just it's just finishing the drill. It's just finishing the drill. The only difference is is that Georgia was the underdog in those two games. Yeah. Now they're the top dog, so it's a different. Do you feel like that's gonna feel different for y'all? 
I think so. I, but that's my point. The narratives are different, but you got you got King Kong to defend a national champion as the underdog. He's got to love that. He, he's got to love the fact that he's actually Well, he No, I, I, get, I get your point. Your point is well taken on that, that he gets to coach and teach off of that. You drove that home. <laughs> no, you made the point. But in reality, they're not playing great football in November. They are not. And I think – So if I'm Georgia, I'm looking at it going, look, let's watch their film. They bleed, right? They bleed. That's what I'm saying. This is a team that makes mistakes. This is a team that'll turn the ball over. He's susceptible. Yeah. Yeah, we can take him. You know. Yeah. He's 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 human. We're gonna switch the southpaw. Yeah, we're gonna go, we're gonna switch it up. <laughs> Start breaking the rib cage. No, no, no. Oh, he switched conventional. Then yeah. he switched back southpaw. Then he switched because yeah, Rocky, yeah. of course, was left. Was, was the left. Yeah. yeah, he's a left hand. We always find a way to get Rocky in. Hey, this is great. I love Rocky. Great love Rocky. Rock up. <laughs> Way to go, Rock up. Yeah, I don't want to ruin it for you, but he wins again. Um, so, so let me ask you this real quick before we get out of here. The championship games in college football, you have any predictions? So you've given us one. You like, you like Alabama, so you're going against your team. That's gangster. Yeah. Um, what about, do you have a Baylor-Oklahoma State prediction? Um, with the way that Spencer Sanders is playing and given the 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 gimpiness of uh of my boy uh uh the goodness, the uh the Baylor quarterback, Bohan. Is it Bo Bohannon? Bohannon. Bohannon. Um I like you know, I like I like uh and, and also uh, Oklahoma State's defense. Um I think that they match up well with uh with Baylor, I know they got the, the running back number seven. I believe his last name is Arthur. I think Smith. Um, and Bo Bohan has, has shown himself to be a okay passer. Yeah, but he hasn't been. He yeah, he's not a he's not proficient. And I know that uh, Oklahoma State they can run it, especially if Warren's healthy, the running back. And they got a, a group of receivers, obviously led by um, uh, my man Tay is it Tay Smith. Gosh, I can't believe I'm, I'm forgetting these guys' names. But uh, but anyway, yes, I I like uh, I like I like uh, Oklahoma State to win that game. I believe they're favored anyway. So let me let me look at that real quick. Just to well, the line is Oklahoma State by five and a half. So yes, I like Oklahoma State. The rest of the games, uh, oh, Cincinnati's favored by ten and a half over Houston. Yeah, I like that number for Houston. Yeah, I, I yeah. Um, and okay, we got Michigan and uh, what's the line uh, in Michigan? Ten Iowa? and a half. So you think Harbaugh gets it done? Yeah, I he do. doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't do a Harbaugh. Yeah, well, because I think I think the Harbaugh moment right was Ohio State. That was the moment. But did they did they, did they did they literally did they shoot it? They shoot the wide? Nah, uh, no, 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 no. I I don't think so at all. I think I think that uh, and and not to mention. <coughs> I would like I would don't have nowhere near the offensive power that Ohio State has. No. They're not gonna be able to put that kind of pressure on them. Now, it may be a 17-10 type of game. It could be, you know, I mean But I also don't think that Iowa's gonna give up six or seven yards on every first down either, like Ohio State did. They may not. Because I don't care I don't care who you are. If you're giving up, if you're playing second and three. And third and one all game, yeah, you're yeah. gonna win. I don't care who you are. Well, I don't care how much you got on offense. So, so, so Iowa. Let's see, I, Iowa. They they've been putting up some points. 
the yeah. last couple of games, I mean, you know, Minnesota's that's a good defense. You know, they yeah. put up twenty seven points. Um uh Nebraska's okay defense, twenty eight points. But I just think I think Michigan, uh, with their run game with those actually now they they their their third string uh tailback has come on ever since the Blake Corum has been hurt. Yeah. Um you know, as, so, so I mean, he's he came back. He's yeah, that's what I'm saying. So yeah, now they got three. Yeah, now they got three. Yeah, because they had they can I, rotate. Yeah, man. So I, I think that I, and they line played super physical against. Uh, they they punched Ohio State in the mouth. So I think I think that uh you know that's just the perfect recipe, particularly for that game because you yeah. have an offense that's not going to be able to put pressure on you. Right. Nowhere near. I mean, they don't have uh, Nigba Smith and. And uh, Chris Olave, Olave, Ola- uh, Chris Olave, uh, Chris Olave, and Garrett Wilson, and Garrett Wilson. Yeah, they don't. And uh, uh, the, the tailback, um, the freshman. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, I know it's Henderson. Henderson. Yeah, they, they, man, they ain't got nothing like that. No, but I think, but what, that, what I think, what Iowa could do is drag them in the phone booth and get in the phone booth with them. Whereas I think Ohio State didn't even they didn't even think that was possible, like. You know what I mean? Like it's you know styles make fights. Yeah, maybe they can. Maybe Iowa can get them in a in an ugly phone booth match and get a field goal and get out of it. It would be so Harbaugh if that. That would, and, and 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 I think I believe Harbaugh gonna do Harbaugh. So I okay, it. so so don't bet invest. Do you do you have a, a a? This is the worst betting year I've had in my life. So I'm don't listen to me. We could change it right now. <laughs> Tell the people. <laughs> change it right now. Um, if if I have to make actual predictions with the line, I'm taking Baylor in the number. I'm going Georgia. I think it's just Georgia by two touchdowns. Whoa. I think it's 31-17. Georgia. I think Baylor in a close one. Then they go hold Mechie and Williams like that. Is it Williams or Williamson? I think it's Williams. Williams, okay. Um, and I, I think, I think Michigan wins, but not by the. the you would say ten and a half, eleven. Ten and a half. They got two ten and a half spreads. You got uh, Michigan wins. Cincinnati. By, Michigan wins by a touchdown. Cincinnati and Michigan are favored by uh, ten and a half. I think Cincinnati turns into a pumpkin. I think they get upset. I, I'm, I've been waiting. I've been waiting. I think they get upset. So we'll, 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 we'll. Because I think it's the best. I think it would be the absolute best thing for this college football playoff committee to not have to deal with the group of five. And I just feel like there's something, something in the air that's going to take care of that for them. Do you care at all about Pitt and Wake? I do not. Okay. The vast majority, <laughs> the vast majority of people don't. But if you want to see some scoring, Turn that game off. Yeah, no, that's gonna be that's gonna be what's the, what's the total in that game? 70, 72? 72 and a half. Yep. Good job there. Yeah, yeah, seventy two and a half. So if you want to see, and they got they got two good quarterbacks. Yeah, Sam Hartman and yeah. uh, and a Pickett. Pickett. Kenny, Kenny Pickett. Yeah, Kenny Pickett and uh, Pitts receiver Addison and Wake Forest. They got uh, Jaquay, Jaquay Roberson and um, At Perry. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be points. If you just want to see, yeah, scoring. Like you want to see black calves running <laughs> in the end zone fast. Turn that. No, nah, that's what's up. So we got our predictions on that. Uh, do you have any prediction on? Well, when we come together next time, will Notre Dame have a coach, and who will it be? I think it's gonna be Luke Fickle. You I, think it's, you think they're gonna go outside? I, well, because I think I think that I because it's the same reason that Brian. Yes, well, I would. 
I said it's going to be the same reason Brian Kelly left for LSU. I think that that that's just a bigger, better job, uh, better players. You think Swabrick will offer it to him? I don't know. You you would be able to tell me that better than I. I'm actually concerned because that I, because Fickle's getting more play. I don't love the Fickle play because Brian Kelly gonna try to take your man. With that he's already been rebuffed. Really? Mm-hmm. By by the defensive coordinator and and Tommy Reese, the offensive coordinator. He's already come at both of them. Really? Yeah. So then these are. I mean, I don't have inside sources, but the people who do have inside sources have said sources. have said that uh, he's made them. Super lucrative. It would have made Freeman the highest paid coordinator. coordinator. In the, any coordinator. But, yeah, 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 in the, in, yeah. in the nation. But I, I think this. I think Freeman's a head coach, whether at Notre Dame or even at a tick down, because there's jobs that are opening that are just a click down. That's the guy I would take. I mean, if, yeah. if I'm the hiring Notre Dame brass, that's the guy I'm going to. That's the guy I go, because I think he gets us. <laughs> you give him a premier job for 10 years or as long as he wants to stay there. And then maybe down the line when Ohio State opens up, maybe he wants to go there because he played for Ohio State. He's from Dayton. But outside of that, yeah. Now nah, I really want him to get the job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm hoping that when we come back together, as Freeman has been announced as a coach, um, Fickle can stay. He can go. I don't care what Fickle does. I just don't want him in South Bend. And, and I'm not saying I don't want him in South Bend. I don't want him in South Bend at the expense of Freeman. Because if he comes, here's the thing. If Fickle comes, it's a full hard reset. Yes. Freeman's out. Recruiting class this year falls apart. Recruiting class next year falls apart. And right now we're top five this year and next year. I also think that if you guys can get that done in the next couple days. If we get Freeman done, we keep everything right where well, we but, but my point is, though, should y'all get into the playoffs? I think we're not getting in the playoffs. I Go think ahead. that it won't be as much of a distraction. No, it'll be right? a rallying cry. That's my point. Yeah. If, if no, if we happen to get into the playoffs like, because of chaos, it won't, yes. And then have named Freeman, yes. They're gonna go through a wall. I would be, if I was y'all, I would be very concerned about that team. I mean, look, I'm just keeping it a buck. If I have a Notre Dame team that just feels like they coach just left them, and then the coach that they wanted got the job. I'd be worried about that team. Hey, look, any, just on some emotion shit. Well, of course, but but that's ain't that that's my whole narrative basically about uh, Alabama beating Georgia, right? Yeah, but it's but all, you're it, you're factoring out in that case, you're factoring out the fact that this guy, these guys have been kicking sand in your face for years, and this is your chance. It's been our chance all the time. It's our chance, right? But this is the chance you got him down. I, I end up, you got the bully in the dirt. You you got him in the dirt. He ain't in no daggone dirt. <laughs> He driving down Dadgum I twenty East. Yeah, you yes. got you got him in the dirt. I think you're underestimating the motivation for Georgia. I but what but what 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 what's different about this kind of motivation outside the, of the fact that the big dog is the underdog? Yeah, but that you're using that you're telling me why they're I, motivated. I'm giving, that, I'm giving that too much credence. You're giving it well. It, well you're giving it more credence than we're the dog. But I don't. But are we a lead dog? We'll find we out. We'll find out. Yeah, we'll find That's out. the part we're gonna we'll find out. 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 But I'm saying I'm coaching from that place. Okay. All if right. I'm coaching, well, of course. Well, well, okay. Well, what, what Kirby has been talking about is he's been saying we turned this into Southern <laughs> SEC talk. <laughs> we should get an accent down south Saturday. Exactly. Oh, Saturdays in the south. Um, what, what Kirby, what, what what Kirby's been teaching, like, look, hey, we haven't done anything. 
You know, even like our goal has been to win the SEC championship. That 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 don't change. It's yeah. Alabama. It's Alabama. If it's Auburn, it would been Auburn. Right. It's like we haven't done. We we've accomplished none of our goals yet. Yeah. You know, not not whatever. You got the East on lock. Yeah, we we won the East. That yeah. was the first goal. The second yeah. goal is to win the SEC championship. That we've literally done nothing. Yeah. We've literally done nothing. So, yeah. and I, and and you listen to the players. Yeah. They are repeating that mantra. Like, I mean, our goal is to win the SEC championship. So all we've done is put ourselves in a position to do something that we set out to do. Before we we've done he's like all of I mean we got a good defense and everything. we do but we we want to win the SEC championship yeah if we win the SEC championship then you can look move on to the then next we can, goal. yeah we can move on to the next to the next thing and so I think it's set up for so you if, perfectly if you if you're able to and then you have you you have you have some veteran leadership and Jordan Davis is a veteran he's been around that program he's a three star guy we recruited yeah you know so you you bring guy you have guys that have been around that have actually lost to Alabama that have been through this process before mm-hmm. it really obviously it helps a lot yeah you got Stetson Bennett who lost to Alabama was it last year. He was beating Alabama. Yeah. One and a half. So, yeah. actually, hey, I forgot about that. Yes, last season, they actually were in the, you know, they played this beast before. So, right. yes, uh, they, they this is a different team. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I, still, I, like I would feel more enthusiastic than you do. Well, and, I could, and it could just be, you know, PTSD. This, yeah, this, you know? the beatings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the beatings. Severe. Um, all right, well, listen, this is a good time to break. We're going to come back. We're going to mark these predictions in. We'll see how we did when we come they back. They recorded on record. Yes. They own the record and they own the television, not um, that camera. A couple quick things. We'd like you to uh, subscribe and like and take the notifications on our YouTube channel, which is Stat Lines Matter on YouTube. And you can follow us on our Facebook page. We're going to have some cool stuff that is going up there, which is also Stat Lines Matter on Facebook. And you can follow us on Instagram and on Twitter at Statlines Matter, like normal. Um, so we're back, better than ever. This is my partner, Rob Hunter. I'm Mark Stewart, and this is Statlines Matter. Peace. <laughs>